Hi everyone, this is Scott Lutz and welcome to another Sermon of the Week. Today we're going to be talking about the equality of the Jew and the Gentile. Um, our scripture is Romans 3, 9-31. through 31. Um, Now there are a lot of uh, television preachers out there that will tell you that um, the Jews are immune to, um, to, to God's judgment because they're Jews. Well, that's not true. Um... We the Bible is very clear that uh, both Jews and and Gentiles fell from the grace of God in the Garden of Eden, and both Jews and Gentiles need Jesus for salvation. So we are. So let's go ahead and read the scripture Romans three nine through thirty one, so you can actually hear what the scripture says about this matter. No one is righteous. What shall we conclude then? And we. Are we any better? Not at all. We have already made the charge that Jews and Gentiles alike are all under sin. As it is written, there is no one righteous, not even one. There is no one who understands, no one who seeks God. All have turned away. They have together become worthless. There is no one who does good, not even one. Their throats are open graves. Their tongues practice deceit. The poison of vipers is... Vipers is on their lips. Their mouths are full of cursing and bitterness. Their feet are are swift to shed blood. Ruin and misery mark their ways, and the way of peace they do not know. There is no fear of God before their eyes. Now we know that whatever the law says, it says to do to those who are under the law, so that every mouth will may be silenced and the whole world held accountable to God. Therefore, no one will be declared righteous in his sight by observing the law. Rather, through the law, we become conscious of sin. Righteousness through faith. But now, a righteous, but now, a righteousness from God, apart from law, has been made known, to which the law and the prophets testify. This righteousness from God comes from through faith in Jesus Christ to all who believe. There is no difference. For all we have sinned and fall short of the glory of God and are justified freely by his grace through the redemption that came by Christ Jesus. God presented him as a sacrifice of atonement through faith in his blood. He did this to demonstrate his justice because in his forbearance he had left the sins committed beforehand unpunished and he did it to demonstrate his justice at the present time so as to be just and the and the one who justifies those who have faith in Jesus where then is boasting it, it is excluded on that principle on that on that of observing the law no but on that of faith for we maintain that a man is justified by faith apart from observing the law is God the God of Jews only? Is he not the God of Gentiles too? Yes, of Gentiles too. Since there is only one God who will justify the circumcised by faith and the uncircumcised through that same faith. Do we then nullify the law by this faith? Not at all. Rather, we uphold the law. Let's go ahead and continue now. When Abraham was chosen by God to be the father of Israel, he promised Abraham all nations will be blessed through his offspring. We know that it is Jesus that was that blessing to all the nations and God's salvation. 
But for God's plan to take place, Israel had to become a nation. And even though Israel was God's chosen nation, and the Jews God's chosen people, the Jews and the Gentiles were both products of the fall of, the hum of humanity in the Garden of Eden. Both the Jews and the Gentiles were cursed under the curse of sin. Both worshipped idols, both rebelled against God, and both needed a Savior to save them. Israel was chosen as God's nation, not because they were superior to all others, but because God chose Israel to be the nation and the people where the Savior of the world would come. All the things that, that God commanded the Jews to do were physical prophecies that would remind Israel that the Messiah was indeed coming, that a Savior would save us from the power and influence of Satan, and from us and free us from the curse of sin and death. When Jesus died on the cross, he died for Jews and Gentiles alike. It is fitting that, the, that God had the Roman army take part in the crucifixion because Jesus died for all peoples around the world, past, present, and future, and having both Jews and Gentile carry, carry out the crucifixion uh, symbolizes this. After the new covenant began, this changed. Uh, things changed. During Old Testament times, there were some Gentiles who believed and worshipped God, and who also believed in the promise of the coming Messiah and looked at God as their salvation. Many times in the Old Testament, we read that the Gentile kings, and even in the New Testament times, people believed in God. Throughout time, since the fall of humanity in the Garden of Eden, humans, uh, he, humans were... The human race was full of believers and non-believers. Rebels against God and followers of God. The Bible shows us throughout time. With the, new with the new covenant, however, God started the time of the Gentiles. God had his followers share the gospel of Jesus among the Jews and Gentiles alike. Both Jew and Gentile have a sinful nature, so we are equal because of that, and because of this, both Jews and Gentiles need Jesus. And when both Jews and Gentiles come to Jesus and accept Jesus as Lord and Savior and have him come into our lives, both Jews and Gentiles become a part of the family of God. So Jews and Gentiles are brothers and sisters in Jesus Christ. Both of the people of God and, and we um, are not God, God's people unless we repent and accept Jesus as our Savior from sin. We are not God's children unless we repent. We are not the, ch we are, are not the children of God unless we repent. So both Jews and Gentiles are equal because we are both born in sin, but we are also equal because we are both children of God through the salvation and blood of Jesus Christ. Christians should support Israel and our Jewish neighbors because this is ministering to God's people so they themselves can come to Jesus. Jews that don't follow Jesus are, are our mission just as much as any unbeliever, unbelieving Gentiles are. God is the new, in the new covenant does not focus on one nation any longer. He focuses on the people of the world and truthfully, he always had. And we should love the Jews and Israel since it, it's through him, through them that our Savior has come to save us. 
And God has a plan for Israel because he knows that one day that, that Israel will repent and that in and that is the day Jesus will return. When the Jew, church is raptured, some Jews will come to Christ during the tribulation and the remnant of Israel who will go out and preach to the unsaved Gentiles and they will come to Christ because of these Gen Jews and those Gentiles who turn to him during the tribulation times. And in and it's the land of Israel where Jesus will return and set up his throne and to rule the earth during the thousand year reign. So God does not does have plans for Israel. Just like he has plans for the church. God loves all humanity and we need Jesus to save both Jews and Gentiles. And it's up to us church us the church to share the gospel to both Jew and Jews and Gentiles. Okay, let's go ahead and close in prayer. Father in heaven, I just praise you. I thank you for everything, Lord God. I just thank you that you are God and that you um, have plans for salvation for all. Um, we just pray that, um, that you will forgive us of our sins and those who refuse to follow you, Lord, we just continue to pray for them. We continue to try and minister to them, and we hope that one day um, that we there will be some of them that will come to you, Lord. We know not all will, but we we pray that there will be some that do. We do this, and we pray that you help us to carry out the Great Commission, and that that you do not. Um, Keep us from doing this mission, Lord, that you appointed us to do. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Have a good day.